Yakuza is one of those few game series that in my opinion is absolutely underrated. Don't basically look at how popular it is right now because of Yakuza Like a Dragon or well because of Yakuza Like a Dragon and you know its popularity started to get people into Yakuza 0 and pretty much that's it. That's what most people have played. And that's why I think it's so, so underrated, so underappreciated, and I'm here to tell you why that actually is. Yakuza is a very, very popular series over in Japan, actually, and when I wanted to come over to the West, believe it or not, it was basically the option that, you know, they had to risk it. No one wanted to actually give the Yakuza series a chance. In fact, it was only Sony who decided to think that, alright, sure, why not? Let's give it a little bit of a chance and see what, it, what we can do with it. And, well, they did give it a chance and the game came out on PlayStation 2 to the West. When it did come to PlayStation 2, Yakuza 1 was actually a game that featured dub voice acting and it was well, very, you know, well-deserved to say that it was super weird, because it featured Mark Hamill as Goro Majima, and my god, what kind of a weird thing that was. You can actually search it on YouTube and see how weird the whole thing had become. But Yakuza series, you know, even though it started to slowly take shape, um and slowly started to become more popular, it also started to uh, basically innovate in places that maybe not many games usually did or even tried to do. Yakuza, believe it or not, is also called by another name in Japan. It's called Ryuga Gotoku, which basically means like a dragon. You might be confused right now, you might be thinking that, okay, you just said Yakuza. Yakuza's Japanese name is like a dragon. But we actually have a Yakuza game called Like a Dragon. Here's where it gets even more confusing. While it's not known specifically or officially as Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon, it's actually how it is known in the... Jap Japan. In Japan, they actually call it Yakuza 7 like a dragon, whereas in the West, it's Yakuza like a dragon. Well, yes, technically you can search for Yakuza 7 and it will come, but, you know, on the cover, you don't actually get to see the 7, right? I mean, you don't get to see that. You, you don't see that huge mark over there that says that, hey, this is for, you know, the 7th game in the series. And... It's kind of weird, and you know what's even weirder is the fact that the Japanese name is not exactly, you know, Yakuza um, 7 like a dragon. In fact, the Japanese name, if you are curious for that, is Ryuga Gotoku 7 Hikari Toyami no Yukue. So, you might be wondering that, okay, what does that mean? What does that even mean? What's the meaning of um, such such a thing? Like, you know, what are we? What are you even trying to say? Well, 
believe it or not. And again, I'm so sorry that it's so weird, but if you actually want a translation that goes, you know, close to it, it could be something like, you know, the whereabouts of light, where light shines, for example, something like that. So, not even Yakuza 7, like a dragon, but rather, like a dragon 7, <laughs> where the light shines, whereas in the West, it's still Yakuza, like a dragon. <laughs> it's something like, you know, Resident Evil 7, where, in, you know, in the West, it is, um, you know, it's called Resident Evil, where in, you know, in the East, in the home, actually, it's called Biohazard, where we had this weird one, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. <laughs> Weirdest thing you've ever seen. So, continuing from that, now, it's so funny that Yakuza slowly started to get very popular to the point that, you know, many people now are liking it, but unfortunately are like, you know, basically going to the point that, yeah, Yakuza is a JRPG. Well, it really isn't. It isn't a JRPG. In fact, it's far, far, far from it. I mean, it's way, way different than what you actually think it is. So, it's not exactly like that. But, the thing is that Yakuza started off as, well, a, you know, a game with a very deep story, very, um, you know, um, honestly a very mature story, and yet some hilarious things here and there, and of course being very famous for its combat. So Yakuza, when it first came out, um, and like I said, it wasn't really that popular. Uh, with many, many publishers, to the point that Sony was the only one who decided to, alright, we'll take a chance on this. And not even, you know, with the way of saying that, yeah, it's definitely something we like. They were like, alright, we take a chance. You know, when the game came out and the game started to, you know, hit, it slowly started to resonate with a group of people to the point that it started to become a cult kind of game. And then, of course, two, uh, one year later, actually, um, the second game came. And it started to get even more popular, at least in the East. People were like, wow, this story, this action, this is really something. And they loved it. People were really excited to play, you know, the second game in the series. They were like, wow, this is really something. Everyone loves this, huh? But then came the time that they had to move on to PlayStation 3. And this is where things get really weird. Really weird. <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you why things get weird. Now when going to the PlayStation 3 era, obviously there had some changes to be made, especially you know in Curious Face and you know stuff like that. But you know before they made a new game, they decided to all right, let's let's just you know try it out with a spin-off. Let's see how it works out, what we can do. So a new game was made called Ryugakotoku Kenzan. Kenzan was basically a um, spin-off of the series set in the, you know, old Japanese era. I, I don't want to say like, you know, samurai era because, you know, it could be very inaccurate. So I'm just going to say, you know, in the olden times, like Nippon times. So that game came out and it was actually something of a, you know, 
uh, popular game back then because you know people were like, "Wow, this is actually pretty cool." You know, there's so much that uh, you know they did correctly, and you know you have the you know fights with you know with your own katanas. So it was kind of you know exciting for people to see the series move in this way. However, I don't think that they really wanted to put so much focus on it, so they didn't really do their best when it came to this particular game. But you could still say that yeah, it was rather popular. People actually liked it, and you know, you know, it, it was a bestseller, anyways. And people were excited for this kind of thing. So now, now was the time to bring Yakuza into the actual stage of PlayStation 3. So the third game, Yakuza 3, actually came. On PlayStation 3 um, exclusively for a for a time of course until now we have them remastered but you know it came exclusively to PlayStation 3 so at this point most of the Yakuza games were exclusively available on PlayStation because you know PlayStation was the one who actually decided to take a chance on this whole thing because they thought you know, this was a weird idea so Yakuza 3 came and you know again it had a story that like many other games in the series it was really beautiful and enveloping of course it decided to move on from what was Yakuza 1 and 2 well it is strange that you could say that you know Yakuza 1 and 2 are sequels but are not exactly that connected now when you play Yakuza 3 you're like all right this is definitely not connected Many people would think that, you know, Yakuza doesn't really go after the whole, well, well, you know, let's have a sequel, continue the story, that story. It doesn't. It just uses some themes that are basically repeated time and time again. Like, for example, every single game so far happened in Kamurucho. And they basically just upgraded Kamurucho every time with you know, every game. Made it better, better looking, made it more vibrant, more alive. Millennium Tower is a thing that's always there. I mean, since Yakuza 1. It's sort of, you know, it's always there in a way. And it is kind of, you know, uh, you know, it has something to do in these games. But, you know, the thing is that regardless of all that, every time a Yakuza game came, it's actually not that bad to say that yes. The stories were, you know, uh, something that uh, it was on their own. You know, I mean, it, it made more sense to them at least because of the way it was. You had different kinds of story, different kinds of characters. You had different kinds of things, and like I said, there are some things that are the same. Like for example, Goro Majima is always there. There's like an over. Actually, there is an overarching plot going on that actually spreads around to other games but it's never the focus it happens in the background it's there and you could possibly make the case that yes from the start of Yakuza 1 there is this small story that slowly progresses in the background you could say that but it's not exactly something that you know makes a lot of sense when you think about it because of you know how it is but Anyways, this story with Yakuza 3 was one of his, one of the stories that basically 
you know, it was unique at the time, but it was nowhere near as powerful as Yakuza 2 or Yakuza 1, for example. And to many people, they think that, you know, they did their best, but, you know, it was never, you know, exactly what they wanted to do. More of a testing ground, as some people think. But then, then came Yakuza 4. Yakuza 4 was a game that basically blew expectations out of water. Four different characters to control, four different stories that have no right to be connected in any way, and yet they are connected in the most, I have no idea, <laughs> craziest way. And you know, this is what Yakuza has always been about. Crazy stories, crazy gameplay, and this is always Yakuza. The main attraction of every Yakuza game is its story. Is the fact that the story is always exciting, it's always something new, it's always something that you never ever expect. But, by this point, Yakuza games have been coming out like crazy. Like you couldn't take a breath to basically think that, alright, I played this game, it was nice, now let's wait a few years for the next one, no. This was the weirdest franchise you could ever be a fan of. Because as soon as you played one, you were like, okay, so when's the other one coming out? It already did. What? <laughs> and this was something that, you know, back then when I was a kid and I heard about Yakuza games and I had played it at that point. I was like, are they sure this is a sequel? How fast are they making these? Making it this fast meant that basically some story could not be, you know, essentially well made or, you know, the gameplay couldn't basically evolve to the better point that it should have. But, to be honest, Yakuza 4 was one of the games that when you played it, you were like, oh yeah, this is this is exactly what they were going for. You have four different characters. You have Shun, Akiyama, you have Taiga, Saijima, you have Kazuma Kiryu, and Masayoshi Tanimura. Four different characters, four different ways of fighting, and of course, four different stories that were just amazing. These were... Honestly, absolutely mind-blowing. And then, you might think that, alright, so, <laughs> does this mean that now we are gonna have Yakuza 5 as soon as possible? Actually, no! Believe it or not, by this point now we have four different games until we get there. We actually have, sorry, three different games to get to Yakuza 5. The next one, and these games were mostly, you know, just for the Japanese market. We had uh, another game called Kuruiyu Ryugakotoku Shincho, which, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing these things. It was a game that was, uh, you know, made for PlayStation uh, Portable, and it was a, you know, spin-off that, you know, it came out and people were like, wow, this is a weird game. We never actually saw a release to the West. We then had Riga Gotoku of the End, which was Yakuza Dead Souls. If you have played the recent Yakuza games, you probably have seen the mini game of Dead Souls in the game itself. And it was a weird, weird one. And did receive a <laughs> Western release. So if you're a fan of Yakuza or um, Dead Souls, you're gonna have a lot of fun in this particular game. And then we had the sequel to uh, the previous game, the PSP game that we talked about, uh, which was, you know, uh, Kuroyu 
And you know, now we had the second game, another spin-off, yay! <laughs> but then, you know, people were like, alright, alright, where's the next one? Where's the next one? We now need Yakuza 5. And believe it or not, when the other one came in 2010, 2015, sorry, 2012, saw the release of Yakuza 5. Yakuza 5 was a game that had a lot of things happen to it. And it was a weird one in many ways. First of all, with this game, you had five different protagonists. Five different ones. Who does that? Like, you know, who goes out of their way to, you know, create five different protagonists. So you have five different heroes here, and you also have five different cities to progress the story. You had Kamaruchu, which basically we had it. We had Kabukichu, we had Suttonbury, we had Duddenbury, and, you know, you also had, like, you know, three new cities, which were um, Naga... Nagasugai and uh, I, I I don't know we had some other cities as well these cities were like five different cities five different stories and you know unlike Yakuza 4 where the stories were so crazy to the point that you were like okay there's no way they're gonna basically connect these they actually you know did it much less flamboyantly the story wasn't as crazy as Yakuza 4, the story was very calm, you know, it wasn't exactly timid and calm, but rather, you know, it wasn't as crazy as Yakuza 4. And it featured so many new things, it featured, you know, dance minigames, it featured, you know, um, started to have some crazy side stories, and, you know, the minigames that were here were rather, you know, fun. And, honestly, the game, again, was super super popular in you know japan and of course the game was rather you know beloved by many people but at this point yakuza had just churned out so many games that people were like all right can they give it a break at this point because you know at this point yakuza just had so many stories that just came one after the other and never really you know like i said never really wanted to do an overarching story kind of thing but let's take a break here. And I'm just going to tell you what the whole thing is even about, story-wise. So far, I just introduced you to the series itself. What it was, what it did, and I'm not even done. Not even half done. We have way more things to talk about. So Yakuza is basically the story of Kazuya... Uh, sorry, <laughs> Kiryu Kazuma. You know, I actually said Kazuya, and the funny thing is many people actually want Kazuya to fight Kazuma. Kazuma Kiryu, a guy who starts in, you know, a um, family in Yakuza and he has a best friend called Nishigiyama who basically together they want to be the best in the Yakuza business. However, during the first game, they find out that one of the bosses is killed and unfortunately, you know, Kazuma has to take the blame for it, so he goes to prison and then comes back to find out that everything has changed to the point that it's almost, well, not recognizable anymore. So that's the first game, that, that's when he comes out of prison and he has to basically um, 
you know, fi find out what's going on and in, in on his way to find out, he has to fight many people. He has to fight his best friend, he has to fight, you know, uh, some old comrades, he has to find new allies and unlikely allies and together he has to find out the mystery. And this is almost like every time that the story begins. Like, you know, for Yakuza 1, you start to get to know this huge universe. You start to understand who Kazuma is. You get to understand, you know, uh, what happened to his friends, who's this, who's that. You basically get to know Haruka. And story keeps on moving on and on. In the next games, however, there's always a new villain, always Omi Alliance, there's fighting, and every time you basically get to, you know, have a chance to meet new characters and find out why, for example, they're fighting you, why are they trying to do something crazy. And to be honest, I actually enjoyed, uh, you know, Yakuza 2 story way more than what you might think. It's such a <laughs> great sequel if you play it. but. I digress. Continuing on from all of that, Yakuza, Yakuza's main attraction is of course Kazuma Kiryu, a very serious character who has a reputation of being the dragon of Dojima, a very powerful guy who, I'm not gonna spoil it here, you better play the game yourself, who basically gave up a chance to be someone really high ranking. However, this guy aside from doing that, and aside from actually being counted as one by many people, is very, very well respected in the Yakuza uh, community. People know that this guy is a beast, and they don't want to get on his bad side. And you know, Kazuma is seriously something out of this world. He's really powerful, he's really crazy, and you know, when it comes to gameplay, the gameplay is even more crazy than you might think. It's not like you know your standard you know beat 'em up kind of thing. No, you're gonna do it in the most you know stupid fashion possible. Like you know you're probably gonna you know pick people up and you know tombstone their head. Like damn, <laughs> they probably die and splash their head. But it doesn't happen here. Or you know for example you see Kazuma you know grab someone with you know by their head and you know, spin them around. Or, you know, grab their leg and spin them around. And, you know, there's so many crazy action going on in these games. And it's the fun of it. It's always been like that. It's just so damn fun. And not just that. Aside from the Yakuza series having a very serious story, it also has a lot of hilarious moments, courtesy of someone like Majima, for example. However, despite all of that, saying that, yes, the game has a lot of funny things, and it has also has a very, you know, unique story. It also features a lot of great many mini games and, you know, things to do. However, we will slowly get to that part. I'm just teasing you guys. So, Yakuza 5 came out. Then it was time for another game, Yakuza uh, Ishin. Actually, it was called Ryugakutoku Ishin. Ishin was basically um, a game that was sort of, you know, um, you could say it was kind of a spin-off uh, of the whole series, and I don't dare say it was like, you know, a sequel to Kenzan, because it was a very different game. If you have played Ghost of Tsushima, when you see this game, you probably be like, whoa, did Ghost of Tsushima actually take some inspiration from this game? Very likely. 
Very likely. I'm not gonna say that you know it took all inspiration from, but I would say that it did take some inspiration at least from Ishin. I mean, many games wanted to, and this was a game that happened in the samurai era. It featured everyone, however, in samurai design. It was basically what Kenzen wanted to be, but couldn't or didn't have the technology back then to do it. This game came out on PS3 and PS4, and unfortunately so far it has never been released to the West. Problem being that there are some themes in this game that probably won't translate well to the West, and probably people wouldn't like it. I mean, take a look at Demon Slayer for example, they just show that, you know, Tenzin actually has like, you know, free wives and you know, it's something that happened in the past and they're being faithful to that time. However, people are angry like, whoa, polygamy, why are you doing that? So now imagine something like Ishin that has some really, really, you know, disturbing issues portrayed in it and, you know, coming to the West. I'm not gonna say what they are because I'm not sure I can even say it here, but suffice to say that you have never seen this kind of thing in you know, Western games, maybe in movies or TV series, but I at least have never seen it in a game. And even if I have, probably wasn't that good to be remembered by. So, Ishin never got a release, but it was such a cool game. You had a katana and you had different styles as usual. And it was such a, you know, awesome game awesome like you know you had you have to see the videos of it you, i could never play it because you know even if i could find the game it's all japanese not even a you know little bit of english in there all japanese so there's no way unfortunately i can play it but i was excited regardless for this game so now let's get into the year that started Yakuza series in a different way altogether and started to go, you know, in a different direction. In a way that Yakuza series started to become more and more popular. So, starting in 2015, we saw the release of Yakuza 0. Yakuza 0, again, like, you know, every time that you see Yakuza just keeps putting games out again and again and again, came out, but it came out to a very, you know, surprising story. Yakuza 0 was a story that happened in basically two cities, Suddenbury and Kamuruchu, about two characters, Goro Majima and Kazuma Kiryu. And people were like, whoa, this came out of nowhere. Because the story was basically a prequel to everything that happened in Yakuza, so you had to meet a very a much younger um, Kazuma Kiryu, a younger Goro Majima, who they are, what they were, and what happened to each of these characters to be who they are now. Well, it's very understandable to say that mainly Kazuma had to go through Yakuza 1 to be who he is today. Goro Majima became Goro Majima that we know today in Yakuza 0. The story was a very mature story, very beautiful story, one that I don't think that, you know, anyone expected. So if you have been with the series up until then, if you had been with them, you were probably very surprised and you were like, what the hell just happened? And it was just a heartbreaking story, one that 
you know, if I were to say who was, who was my favorite character out of everyone in Yakuza 0, I would say Goro Majima and his story basically took the cake for me. Because at this point, Kazuma is not his powerful self, so you'd probably be like, okay, dude, <laughs> work better. But Goro is on at the top of his game and, you know, just knowing the origins of this dude, even even if this happened to me, I would also be crazy. Such a beautiful story. And I think that from this point on, it was when Yakuza started to be far more serious instead of, you know, being goofier than usual. This is not to say that, you know, this story, you know, basically the game didn't have any crazy sub stories. It did. So from this point on, you would actually experience some crazy, crazy stories. From this point on, you could basically see, like, you know, crazy sub-stories that are just out of this world, are so funny, are so crazy. Something that the series is known for before that, but here it was like, you know, to the max. And you would think that, you know, this would be the best they could do. But no, it just kept going on and on and on. And, you know, Yakuza 0 had some amazing minigames as well, like, you know, the... Um, circuit race, you know, with the small machines. Um, you actually had a bowling minigame, and the price of it was so, <laughs> so funny. And you had a very live and vibrant world where you could basically go eat, replenish your health, maybe grab a few snacks to go fight later on, which you could do in the other games as well. But here now it was just way better, way more, you know, uh, well done. And you know, there were so many things they could do. And honestly, you could see the evolution of Kamaruchu at this point. You could see that, yeah, this, this city is something else. And of course, Yakuza 0 became very popular with many people. Not only people who played Yakuza exclusively, because, you know, at this point, anyone who knew Yakuza was like, you know, in a cult. Nobody knew outside of few select people in the West. Most people were like, have you heard of Yakuza? And they were like, you mean the bad guys? And you're like, no, 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 the game. And they're like, what? <laughs> so at this point, people didn't know, but you know, when it came to this game, some people were actually interested to play it. And to this day, there are many people who start off with Yakuza 0. So after that, came the time for something weird. They announced a remake. They announced that 2016 will see the release of two games in Yakuza series. However, the first one would be a remake of Yakuza called Yakuza Kiwami. So people were like, wow, the first game in the series that gets us introduced to, you know, Kiryu Kazuma, uh, Nishikiyama, and Haruka are, is coming to PS4 and PS3? No way. And yeah, it was remade and released on these consoles and oof what an amazing game but it had some crazy things as well well many people were like thinking that okay like well we see the dub <laughs> re-released on this remake no unfortunately yakuza 1 up until this point today before you know yakuza 7 was the only game that had any kind of dubbing done no other game in the series had that, up until, of course, Yakuza 7. 
But Yakuza Kiwami didn't have that and many people were surprised, even I was surprised, I actually expected it to have it, but it didn't have it, so it didn't really matter. But Kiwami decided to you know, change the designs of the characters a little bit, not that much. And while that change could be said, you know, it's done in a good way, I would say that maybe, you know, the first Yakuza had a better idea. The first Yakuza actually showed that Kazuma was young and, you know, looked young. Whereas in Yakuza Kiwami and the subsequent games, if you look at him, Kazuma just, Kazuma just looks like, you know, his same self. Like, just a few wrinkles added here and there. So it doesn't really feel like he's gotten older. Well, that's not as, you know, that bad of a thing, but many people wouldn't probably like it. And, you know, I, I was one of those people that appreciated their, you know, hard work, where I was like, you know, you could make him a bit younger, like Yakuza 0. Anyways, Yakuza Kiwami came, anyway, it was a remake, and again, you had the same Kamaruchu in Yakuza 0, of course, a little bit updated and upgraded, because, you know, the time has passed. You had some again crazy sub stories that if you had played Yakuza 0 you would be like whoa is this continuing <laughs> and you had some crazy fighting you had of course new fighting styles new way to fight and you know you had Goro Majima to never leave you alone in this game and it was such a fun thing to have him around and and of course you had the crazy story the story that actually put Yakuza on the map and this game, again, started to grab the attention of many Western gamers. Still, not enough to say that, alright, people are loving this. People are now a fan of Yakuza. Boring that, we then had, in the same year, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. At this point, I have no idea how they get to, you know, churn out this many games. I mean, the cutscenes itself are so freaking long that I honestly don't know how they did it. Speaking of that, if you're a fan of Metal Gear Solid's, you know, long cutscenes, Yakuza is probably a game that you will love as well, because the cutscenes in this game is just way too long, way too long. However, then we saw 2016 and it came to the release of Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Now this was a game that people were so excited about, because this was going to be the end of Yakuza series altogether, and this used the Dragon Engine the first one. Now, let me say that, alright, Dragon Engine had so many great features there, but unfortunately, again, this was like a step in so many, you know, waiting for it to be perfected. But, the main attraction just wasn't the, you know, um, crazy things they could do now in the gameplay or the sub-stories, but it was the main story. The main story that was so dark, so heavy, and it didn't do the crazy things that Yakuza 5 or 4 did and it decided to say that alright, we are not gonna do 6 different heroes we're gonna go with only Kazuma and we're gonna have this be the darkest story of Yakuza that you have ever seen and oof, what kind of a story it was perfect send off for a character like Kazuma Kiryu of course if you have played Yakuza 7 you're probably thinking like, what? but it was a perfect story it was one story that it just came out of nowhere. It was done so well. It was done amazingly well. It, aside from you know all the crazy, you know, you would say um, side stories and stories like that. I would say that you know the main story in this one was actually really beautiful. And if you were a fan of this series up until this point, you probably know why this is a beloved story among many fans. 
And honestly, this was a story that made people cry like crazy. It was so good. So good. So Yakuza 6, one of the most beloved ones, came exclusively on PlayStation 4. But then came the other one. Next year, Yakuza Kiwami 2, the remake of the second game. By this one, you may be thinking, alright, are they going to remake every game in Yakuza series? Turns out, no. They had other plans. But Yakuza Kiwami 2 came. Again, of course, the, I think the most beautiful story in the whole series next to Yakuza 0 was Kiwami 2. Kiwami 2 had now perfected everything that there was about the gameplay, about the things that Yakuza 6 wanted to add but never could. There was so much to basically see in this game and love. And Yakuza Kiwami 2 was something that you know nobody expected. It became a very popular game among fans. The fans, you know, basically started to grow even more, and you know, this the story just slowly started to grab the attention of many other gamers. But again, this was not the end. 2018 saw the release of some even crazier games. Another game, of course, in the Yakuza series. You might be thinking, like, what the hell? But Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise is a game that is kind of, you know, in Yakuza because, you know, it uses the Yakuza series engine and, of course, gameplay. So some people count it as that. We then saw the release of, um, you know, Yakuza Online. Never did in the West, just for the East. And it featured some characters that, you know, were pro probably, you know, never going to appear in Yakuza games ever again. We saw them here once more. And then it was the year that basically saw some changes. We saw the release of Judge Eyes, or basically Judgment, as it is known in the West. Of course, Judgment had its own controversy with one of the actors playing the role, doing some bad things that basically had him removed from the game and replaced by somebody else who did a way better job, in my opinion. We saw the first, you know, a fully English game in a long time that we had never seen before. I mean, Yakuza was the only one who did, and you know, while Judgment is not exactly a Yakuza game, but still, an amazing dub, one that I actually chose over to Japanese one. A dub that was basically so good that I think that no one even wanted to play the Japanese version at this point. So, Judgment came and it featured many, many great things about it. It featured the great combat from Yakuza series. It featured Kamaruchu from the series. It featured some modern gameplay and stuff that were never available in Yakuza. It featured a very beautiful story. One that basically blew your mind at how good it was. It featured some amazing voice acting, especially from the main character. And, you know, and that, that was basically something that it was really, you know, um, surprising. Because believe it or not, the person who actually voiced the main um, character, um, Taku, uh, Takayuki Yagami, is not only doing the Japanese voice, but also doing the English voice. And at the same time, he also sang the main theme of the game. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> I mean, that was basically awesome awesome i mean uh takuya kimura is basically a singer 
an actor and he did the main theme as well and the dub version was done by of course somebody else and he also did an amazing job and you if you if you probably know the guy he i think his name is greg chun and you know he's such a cool guy he actually did cosplay of his own character and you know it was so so good the game is such a great game and you're probably gonna love it this game also saw another a remaster for the PS5, which changed a lot of things, the lighting, the filter, the, so many things that I think that made the game inferior to the PS4 version in terms of design, however, it at least had a very good frame rate uh, compared to, you know, something like, you know, uh, the PS4 version, which ran on, you know, 30 frames and um, in 720 resolution. So, so not a really good resolution. After that, 2020 saw the release of Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon, another game in the series that featured um, English voice acting and actually brought back some of the voice actors from Yakuza 1, except of course Mark Hamill for Goro Majima. But then, you know, this game was something that was absolutely weird. This game came out, and instead of being, you know, about, again, Kazuma Kiryu, it started to be about somebody else, someone called Ichiban. And we were like, okay, so what's going on? And it turns out that no, Ichiban no longer has that, you know, crazy fighting style. In fact, it has a JRPG style. And you will believe it or not, this was actually a joke when it was announced. This was a joke on April's Fools. You can actually go and see the video. You actually see Kazuma and Ichiban. Ichiban looks way older than he does in this game. In that trailer, in that trailer, you know, he, we do they do that, and you know, as a joke, they said that yes, the next Yakuza game will be a JRPG. And when the game came, it was a JRPG. Turns out because the reaction and the reception was actually really you know good to this idea, and they were like, okay, so why not do it? Why not actually do JRPG and let Judgment, you know, fill the void that the older Yakuza series will have? And you know, I'm, I'm actually excited for it. I haven't actually played Yakuza 7 yet, but I'm very excited to see how different it is from the other Yakuza's. I know that probably it will have the same crazy story, very, you know, deep, meaningful story next to, of course, uh, you know, uh, the crazy sub stories are just so fun to play through but the thing is that i'm actually super super excited to see it and you know seeing the fact that you know this even exists as a jrpg which was supposed to be a joke makes me even more excited to see if they actually pull it off or not but yeah yakuza 7 believe it or not was supposed to be a joke game it wasn't supposed to be real to have you know JRPG elements. So, now that it did, now that it came out, it was time to basically say that yes, Judgment fills the void of the other Yakuza games, and this will be its own beast. And it featured some surprising cameos from characters that we probably thought that, alright, they were done with the series. But you know, this is Yakuza. Then, 2021 saw the release of Lost Judgment, the sequel to Judgment, Again, another game that I have yet to play, but yeah, you know, it 
it seems to be such an awesome game with so many things, you know, new cities and stuff like that. But these were all about the Yakuza series as a game. But did you know that Yakuza actually had a movie? <laughs> this is not a joke. It had a movie. There was a movie made in 2007 called Like a Dragon the movie and it was so cheesy I actually watched it it was so funny I mean the characters don't really fit the designs that well and you know, I think that your know, Kiryu is like a design because of his voice and you know design it's very hard to replicate in real life but you know the things that we had there you know they were based on the first Yakuza game so it, it kind of was well done but you know, the movie had such a crazy b-movie vibe to it it even had you know the drinks that you could drink from the uh, game, and you know, when, <laughs> when Kazuma did, you would see the aura, and he was like, "Ah, I'm much more powerful. And, you know, I have heat now. <laughs> Hit people. It was so funny." And you know, watch the movie if you are a fan of Yakuza games, because you know, it was so so damn cool. But next to that, we are hearing that you know um, we will have new film adaptation. And they will be developed by, you know, of course, in Japan, they will be developed by Sega, uh, 1212 Entertainment, and Wild Ship. And honestly, I am excited to see it this time around. I want to see, you know, how they do it. But, you know, it was such a <laughs> great movie. Watch that movie. It's so, so freaking cool. So, speaking of which, like I said, Yakuza has been very popular in the East. To the point that most of its games never dipped below 36 from Famitsu. There's only one and that's Yakuza Kiwami, but the rest of them they started with 37, 38, they actually have 38 until Yakuza 4, Yakuza 5 getting 40, perfect score from Famitsu, even though in the west it got 83, Yakuza 0 getting 36, Kiwami 34, Yakuza 6 getting 39, I just want to know who gave it, you know, 39 not 40 what's wrong with you people I actually have four people giving it who gave it a 9 confess and we have Kiwami 2 which is 37 and like a dragon which is 38 and like I said the game ha the series has been popular around the world and you know honestly it, it, it has been just something crazy and while I might say that I'm very happy that people are playing it, I'm very happy that people are now excited for this series, I would hope that people would play it from the beginning to see what the whole shebang was about. Crazy thing before I get into how to play the games, did you know that Yakuza 5 was never released as a disc to the west? It was released as a digital download? And the discs were always empty, you know, the boxes were empty, there was no disc in there. And for the remaster collection that they recently did, you could actually have the PS3 cover with the disc inside for collectibles. You know, for people who like collectibles, stuff like that, it's such a cool thing. I flipped when I learned that this is a this is the case, that you know, this is how they're doing it, because I was like, really? Do you know how long I've been waiting to see that happen? Because back when I actually got introduced to Yakuza series, I couldn't play number 5. 
that was such a bad thing, until one of my friends who actually had it installed on his console, I had to play with his console, and I was like, okay, now I play it, but it was like a long wait to basically have the chance to play this damn thing. Why did they do that? We don't know, but nowadays, we actually have it. If you buy remastered collection, physically, you will have that disc and cover as well. So, pretty cool. After many years, what the hell? <laughs> so now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you how to start the series. If you've stuck so far with me, I'm going to tell you how you will play this series and how it will help you understand the story the best way. Alright, here we go. So first of all, you have to play with Yakuza Kiwami. So like I said, Yakuza Kiwami is the gateway to understanding who Kazuma Kiryu is, what really happened in his world, who Haruka is, who's Nishikiyama, why does everyone respect Kazuma that much, and you, you have to play the first one first, obviously. So play the first one. Yakuza Kiwami 2 is the next on your list. However, Yakuza Kiwami 2, like I said, is not exactly connected to Yakuza 1. I mean, neither one of these games are really that well connected. But, play Kiwami 2 and see how beautiful the story gets. And, of course, set your expectations lower for Yakuza 3. After you play Kiwami 2, obviously you have to jump into Yakuza 3. And like I said, lower your expectations because I know you guys are excited for so something to happen after playing Yakuza Kiwami 2, but unfortunately it doesn't happen. So, that's why I'm saying, you know, keep your expectations low. So yeah, you will see that happen, you will... You will see the story unfold and it's pretty cool. Yakuza 4 and 5 come next. While, again, they are not exactly connected, pay a lot of attention to everything that's happening there, especially regarding one character called Daigo. Pay a lot of attention to that guy. I'm not spoiling anything, I'm just saying you pay attention to him. And play through 4 and 5. After that, you might be thinking, alright, do I now go to number 6 or no? No! After playing number 5, Go and play Yakuza 0. Now you might be wondering, why did I play all these games just to get to Yakuza 0? It's very simple. Because playing Yakuza 0, Yakuza 0 is a game that features a very heartbreaking story about Majima. A story that also talks about Kazuma as well. His relationship to certain characters before Yakuza 1. And honestly... You have to play it after you play these games, because by this point you know Kazuma Kiryu so well. You know a lot about Goro Majima, and I actually forgot, in Yakuza Kiwami 2, there's a side story for Goro Majima, so play that as well. So, all that, you, you now have such a great understanding of all of these characters. So now that you do, you will go to Yakuza 0. Because Yakuza Zero's story is such a shock for anyone who has played Yakuza games before that it's so you know so uh, so much better to experience it this way, so that you know basically you're like okay I want to see you know what's going on in this world, who's this guy, who's that guy, and when you play it you're gonna be like oh my god, oof, how did I not know? You will cry. Believe me, this is the most serious story in Yakuza. Next to, of course, Kiwami too. This is such a great story 
I don't think that you know you you will get that shock if you play it from the get-go. If there's anyone who plays Yakuza 0 then goes to the rest of the series, I think they're doing a disservice to themselves. So yes, play the f all of these games, play number 1 to 5 first, then get to 0, have yourself shocked to the point that you're like, holy shit, and then go to 6 and finish the story of Kazuma Kiryu. After that, you're free to do whatever. Because Judgment is its own game, it's a spin-off that I don't think it happens in the same world as Yakuza. It it really doesn't, I haven't seen anything that actually proves that it does, unless there's something in Lost Judgment. And Yakuza 7, while it has characters from the previous Yakuza games, I don't think that it's supposed to be a continuation of that story in any way. So, just play like that. 1 to 5, 0, then 6. Not only will you understand this Zero story way better, and you won't have the need to go back and play the game again after playing 1 through 5, but when you get to 6, you are ready to put an end to the story of Kazuma Kiryu. Yakuza is a beautiful series, an underrated series, and I'm very happy that it's gaining a lot of fans here in the West. I'm seeing that right now apparently it has sold over 17 million copies to this day. It's so exciting. I have no idea how do they keep making the games this fast. Even though yes, Kamarucho has always been the same, but you know sometimes they added another city, sometimes they added characters and they had to design these characters. The way they work, I have no idea. But let me tell you, I know that it's very popular in the West. Sorry, in the East. Now I'm very excited that it is very popular in the West as well. And the future looks very bright for the series. We know that Yakuza 8 is coming, that it will happen a few years after Yakuza 7, which is actually a first for the series to jump a few years like this. Not that it hasn't happened before, but because of you know the story that they always told, you know, it didn't really feel like that. Maybe it maybe it would be like those games as well. Because you know, Haruka, if you actually go with that. We did have a time jump. For Yakuza 3, we didn't have a time jump. 4? Did we? I think we did. For 4 and 5, we did have a time jump. But, again, uh, you know, Yakuza 8, you know, is coming. We have Judgment to look forward to. Hopefully, if, you know, they don't, you know, break anything up because of, you know, the agents agency that, um... The Japanese act, act, actor has. So I'm very, very excited for the future that will be with Yakuza series. And I know that the director, the main guy who created all of these characters, the guy that basically made them popular, put his heart and soul into all of that, is gone and has been taken away by. You know, uh, that Chinese company that I don't know the name of. I mean, why would they do that? I know that he's been taken away, but, you know, we are all very excited, honestly. We are super excited for the future, and we know that these are guys who have worked with him for a long, long time. And, you know, honestly, I gotta say, Mr. Nagoshi, Nagoshi-san, you go on to whatever you want to do, 
and we are very thankful for everything that you have done for the Yakuza series. You made Yakuza series what it is today, and honestly, I just, I just want to thank you. And <laughs> now a few tidbits. Mr. Nagoshi, believe it or not, not only directed Yakuza, but also directed and produced Super Monkey Ball. And in Super Monkey Ball, the new release, you could actually play as Kazuma Kiryu, which is pretty weird. Mr. Nagoshi not only has done this, uh, but they, he has also been involved with Fantasy Star, House of the Dead, Sonic games, this is actually something that you probably didn't know or didn't expect, and more than enough, he is a very, very, you know, awesome guy. He knows what to do, he knows what to make a new. He has been involved with many games in Sega Family. And do you want to know something even cooler? <laughs> he has never allowed Kazuma Kiryu to actually fight in a fighting game. Reason being that he believes that Kazuma Kiryu will never lay hands on a woman. And in most fighting games, you have a myriad of women fighting. So, he never allowed Kazuma Kiryu to appear in Tekken, in Super Smash Bros, in King of Fighters, no game, no fighting game, because he believed that Kazuma Kiryu would never hit a lady. I would just tell him that, alright, I understand, I know that you are really protective of him, but why not put him in a game and not let him just fight the women, just fight everybody else, it would be so fun. I mean, he would kick ass because of how powerful this guy is. But, again, he doesn't allow it. And that kind of sucks. Maybe with the new directors, we'll see the release anyway. Also, did you know that there was a game called Streets of Kamurochu? A free-to-play game that was released on Steam. You had a limited time to redeem it. I actually still have it on my laptop and on my account. That was a side-scrolling beat-em-up minigame that is actually very much inspired by Streets of Rage. And it had many characters from the series, including, but not limited to, Kazuma Kiryu and Ichiban, who you actually had to do something special to get him to unlock. And this was as part of, you know, Sega's 60th anniversary celebration. So, as you can see, Yakuza series is a very popular one. And I hope that all of you now knowing this much about this series, Ryu Gagatoku. And of course, did you know this also the name of the studio? But I hope that you guys, after you know all this about the series, not only will you be excited to play it, to experience a myriad of stories that are so beautiful, so dark, so realistic, so well done, that will just simply hook you and never let go. And I hope that you will support the series moving on. If you have started with Yakuza 7, please play it the way I told you and experience how it was and don't expect JRPG because they are not JRPG, they're like beat them up. And if you have like, you know, experienced 0 and 7, now play the rest of them and see why, why oh why do we love many characters in this series. Why do we love Kazuma? Why do we love Goro? Why do we love... You know, I actually should have said Majima instead of Goro. 
Majima, why do we love Daigo? Why do we love, you know, everyone? Why do we love even, you know, Nishikiyama, even though he appeared in only one game? Why do we even love Date? Inspector Date. <laughs> so, yeah. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I know this was a long episode, but I enjoyed talking about Yakuza. So, I'm sorry if it was a bit longer than expected. But... Um, I hope that you know this was useful to you guys that um, it helped you understand where the Yakuza series came from what it is how it is and you know just just you know basically enjoy the series all right so thank you guys for joining and um, as always if you did enjoy it subscribe like and if you can share it and if, you, if there's any other video game series that you would love uh, to hear about, to see, you know, where they came from, what did they do, and stuff like that, tell me. But, you know, for me, Yakuza was one game that I wanted to tell people. I wanted to tell people where it came from. And, you know, tell them the story of this game, how beautiful it is. And, you know, like, like you probably saw here, I did not spoil anything about the story. Because I want you guys to experience it for yourself. I'm just basically giving you tidbits about the story. The story, the gameplay, are things that you have to experience for yourself. I cannot stand here and talk for two hours and say that, yeah, the gameplay, you hit this guy like this, you hit him like, you know, you grab the guy and throw him away like a toy, or things like that. Or talk about all the side quests that are crazy, funny, and out of this world. I could basically even do that, but it wouldn't make that much of a difference. You have to see it for yourself, you have to play it. and. Trust me, they're very cheap. Right now, the remastered collection is $20. Unless, you know, by the time this episode goes live, it, you know, doesn't. You know, it doesn't go to be that much. But, you know, right now, it's $20. And the other um, things in the series, the other games in the series, are not that expensive either. Most of the time, they are on sale for $5. And even if not that, you can find them, you know, uh, you know, physically, uh, physical versions for, you know, somehow the same uh, price. So don't be discouraged. Go ahead, buy the games and enjoy them. They are amazing. You're not gonna regret playing these games. In fact, if anyone plays, like for example, any Yakuza game and says, I was disappointed, this was a terrible game, I will give you money. As compensation for your time, but I know that no one will play the games and be like, yeah, this was a bad game. <laughs> the story was bad. No, no one's gonna do that. So, go ahead, play it, enjoy it, and tell me what you guys think about it. I will be available on Twitter if you want to talk about the games, if you have any other questions. And until then, guys, have fun, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye!